You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind of book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, it's great to be here. Uh, tragic news, though. My whole family's been killed, my daughter's been kidnapped, and my dog's been kidnapped. Um, so I gotta take revenge. So, so wait, are you end. like John Wick, uh, whatever Liam Neeson's character in Taken was? Uh, I, I think I'm just Liam Neeson. I think he's... I think he's... <laughs> I feel like Liam Neeson's real daughter is kidnapped like once every two weeks. You know, I think it sounds about right. And then he has to call and be like, you know, I don't actually have any certain set of skills. I'm an actor. <laughs> but I was quite gone I, mean, I, ha- I have some exceptional skills, but they're mostly dialect and emotive. They I don't are, really know how they're going to they help They are you. entirely acting based. <laughs> I also know how to start a fire. Um... But with uh, with with that catchy intro, you know that we're actually reviewing some content. This isn't just another mini so No, no, That's no, no, right. no. Pokes. It's a return to the old pilot projects that we haven't done for a while. It's been a while, and I miss them because they're nice, digestible little you know sliver of content, right? For our you know two listeners. That's uh, right. To we, to delete and wait for a real episode to come around. We wait, yeah, or just like to sit on their phone until they're like, "Wow, I thought I had more memory on my phone." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There it is. Off it goes. Well, um, this week we have done, uh, as always, a pod project, which, uh, or as, sorry, I screwed that up. We <laughs> Not as always, sometimes as always. The pilot project, as always, <laughs> is a review of a single pilot episode of one of the many, many live action adaptations of comic books and graphic novels. We started doing these not too long ago because, um, well, frankly, there is almost as many... Um, television series about comic books coming out as there are films which is uh, impressive because fuck there's a lot of movies yes there are and there's a lot of not really great TV shows we haven't hit many of of the good ones so far I would say that we've been covering some odd ones but I think on the whole it's surprisingly a good fare Um, some of it really isn't up my alley I'll admit but uh, I know a lot of people who swear by, um, you know, a ton of the, the DC content that's out there. You know, I know a lot of people who are just jazzed as hell about the Marvel uh, content out, coming off of Netflix. And then we have weird surprise stuff. Um, uh, uh, you know, like, um, oh, damn it. There goes my brain again. Legion, um, that show that was on FX that we watched. Thank you. We did the pilot we, project we, for we, this. We're just simpatico here. Yeah. I, I exactly meant Legion. Yeah, which was, um, which was a surprisingly really well done show. Yeah, uh, not like I, I guess not really. I don't know how to word it. Not like surprising, like it was bad or like I expected it to be bad, but just surprising in the sense that it was uh, like so well, well there's done. A, there's a certain amount of I don't know content, a certain amount of concepts that you ex- you expect when you come into a television you know comic book adaptation. Um, Legion had a lot. That you didn't expect, which yeah, is why I think yeah, I very, liked it very the trippy, most. very uh, psychological. That one was yeah. pretty good. Uh, we've watched a couple of, the, I think, one of the DC shows. We watched The Flash, which was we liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't bad. We both said we were and we wanted to watch more of it, and then neither one of us did. Friend of the show, uh, uh, Chris Doom is a is a big fan of The Flash and uh, enjoys the Supergirl one as well. And I know a lot of people who feel the same way. So it's a good it's a good time to to be into comic book content of any kind because there's a shitload of it. And with that said, let's talk about The Punisher. All right, we, we were supposed to watch something for this one. Uh, we watched Uh-oh. Netflix The Punisher. Uh, was that uh oh something bad or? <laughs> no, I just meant that it, it it was you were behaving as if. 
you forgot to watch it, which is a thing that I actually did. Yeah, he did uh, do that once, and we had to, <laughs> did we had watch to not record. Didn't you did also once watch one. the wrong thing? Yes, I did watch the, the wrong thing once. Look, I'm not good at this. I'm not... I shouldn't be paid yeah, for this that one as was, much as I I'm paid. I think that one was actually my favorite, was when you watched the wrong movie after you were the one who picked the movie we were going to do. <laughs> Pogues, I'm paid too much for what I do. I just have to say uh, right Well, now. I mean, if we paid you um, at all, it would have been too much. You watched the wrong movie. Anyways... The Punisher from Netflix, uh, starring John Bernthal. Yep, I was gonna say Jay Baruchel again. <laughs> I don't know why. I have like I some still, sort of mental block. I still, <laughs> I still need to see his head. I have to every time we do this, I have to Google Jay Baruchel and just look at him and try to picture him with like <laughs> the the mild scruff that I can grow. Yeah, and yeah, then... just a really shitty beard and a Punisher shirt. <laughs> Punisher shirt below it, looking like he's too nervous to be holding a gun, you know? Yeah, just being oh, uh, Sandusky from Tropic Thunder. When will someone give me this this show, know. movie? Give I, me, just, come just, on, funny or die. Give me like a short. Concept art? Yeah, a short? Come on. Anyway, um, so the Punisher TV show came out uh, in 2017. It's still very, very recent. I believe season yes. two is on its way? I believe so. Um there's definitely some stuff in, yeah. in this episode, which I was like, or in this series, which I kind of forgot about. And then rewatching, I was like, wow, this kind of dates this where I don't know. It would be like super, it'd be super depressing watching it again now. And sure. we can talk about it when we're uh, actually in the, Although, in the episode. Early preview. Uh, I want to watch, I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of the season. I remember watching this episode a while back and I think I watched two more. And for some reason I never... I never signed on, but um, but now Wait, you never re- you never watched the whole series. No, not the first season. Uh, there's something I want to talk about before we we you know at the end of this is this is one of the few shows we've done that I've actually I think this this and Agents of Shield are the only two shows I've actually watched more than just the pilot of, uh, and I've watched uh, I this entire watched, season. I think except Gotham, I've watched more of all of them. Uh, maybe not a whole season's worth, but but this this <laughs> series Go- does something. I Gotham do was not the like. only one I quit on. That's fair. Um, but I will say, this: the show does a very good job with this pilot, because A, um, Pogues, we don't get another origin story. Did you notice that? So <laughs> it's very good. We kind of get multiple flashbacks, just as a reminder of... Which is Which becomes, fine. like, a huge portion of the show is flashbacks. I'm like, I got it, man. I remember. They do a little bit of a That's flashback fair. in the beginning to his Daredevil stuff, which I felt is a good thing to do because the shows came out like a year apart and I had forgotten when it first came on, I remember being like, what happened at the end of Daredevil? Was he still alive? <laughs> like, I really couldn't remember when I went to start watching the season. So they do a nice little recap. Um, and it's both a recap, but it's also helpful because if you're coming in cold to yeah. The Punisher just because you like the series, guess what you get in the beginning? A flash of his origin and then him murdering people, which is, you came in for The Punisher? Congratulations. Yeah. We got there in record fucking time. And there's some great, like, um, <laughs> Punisher beats in, the in like, the way he kills these people. Uh, yeah. That, Bring that over that the are, bikers. Uh, one of my, the one I, I probably like the most is the guy's hiding in Mexico because he knows Frank Castle can't go through like he couldn't get across the border so he thinks he's yeah. safe and uh they're you know he's having sex with some lady and they do this thing where you can see through the punisher scope and you hear the shot and then they they actually they're really along they actually <laughs> yeah. do the thing where it's like yeah bullets travel so unless the person is within a certain range you hear the shot way before the bullet actually reaches 
and uh, you hear the shot, and then the guy, the glass shatters, and he, you know, blood comes out, and he falls over, and they cut, and he's actually in like El Paso, Texas, or something, yeah. whatever the town is on the border of yeah. of uh, Texas and Mexico. So it's like he's so far away, he's like over a mile or like a mile away or whatever, but he's still in American soil. And I was like, that's a pretty cool little beat. And then the way they film it is really cool because like you hear that bang, and you're like, what happened? He did you know like you're not used to seeing that in a movie where like. Yeah, you know, usually bat bullet person dies or whatever. So that's pretty neat. He, he also delivers one of my, I think, actually demoralizing lines when he's got that guy pinned in the bathroom stall, and the guy says, um, "Look, you already killed everyone else. Is, is killing me going to change anything?" And he goes, "Nope." Yeah, he just is like, "No, he's, no, it's not going to." That's very quintessential Punisher, where he's like, "It's not, it's not. He's not on some passionate revenge mission. He's just doing. He's he's cleaning up, which is like grisly and horrifying, but also like, I, I don't know. It, it's a very good capture. Well, I, of him. I think that like, yeah, the thing that, and th- this is what they later do in the series, which I don't like, which is at the end of the series they do what they did in the comics, which is the Punisher is just a sociopath. He just likes killing people, and I'm like, then he's not, that's not a good character. Like, there's yeah, something like that the happens at the end." where he's, like, having, like, this vision with his wife. I won't spoil it if you guys are going to watch it, but they basically make him choose Stain to be a murderer instead of, like, letting go. And they did that in the comics when Garth Ennis wrote it, and I've never liked that because then he's not a sympathetic character at that point. He's just Mm -hmm. a guy with a gun killing people. And whether they're bad guys or not, if he's not, like, sympathetic, you need him to have, like, a moral compass or something going on because otherwise he's just a straight-up murderer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, don't, you need the idea that he's doing it for a reason and he is only targeting people who he knows are actually bad. If it's just like, I just like killing people, that's not a that's not a good character. Yeah, you want him to click in the way, you know, um, that we click into revenge characters in movies or in uh, famous, you know, uh, uh, novels or whatever. But you want him to be um, motivated by some, even be it twisted moral code, because that's sort of the entertainment. Um, watching a guy—I mean, this is just like watching a like joke, watching a song. Joker show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it loses its. Uh, well, the the thing it, is, like, at least with the Joker, you're like, yeah, I'm watching a bad guy. Yeah, and he sure. represents like an archetype. It, for the Punisher to be that archetype, it doesn't make sense. And and seeing that this part when he's strangling the guy, and the guy's like, you know, you know, killing me is not going to bring your family back. What's it going to change? And he just says nothing. And the point is, it's like. He knows no matter what he does, nothing's going to make him, nothing's going to bring back his family. Nothing's going to make him feel better. But he's just going to keep doing it because, like, you know, he's driven by this compulsion. And I think, like, that would, that's what I always liked about the characters. Like, he does what he does because he thinks that in the end he's doing something good and maybe eventually it'll, like, justify what happened to his family or maybe it'll somehow bring them back. And it's like he knows that that's not real but he can't stop doing it because he's like, just hope, you know, that's like his lost hope. And I was like, I like that. It's like, he knows that it's not going to do anything, but he's like, I'm still going to do it because I'm still hoping that it'll be like my catharsis, my catharsis to eventually kill the right person and everything will be okay again. But yeah, but it's never going to be okay. And like, I'm like, that's an identifiable character. A guy who's just like, nah, I just like killing bad guys. is like, that's not an identifiable character. That's, and it's not like a great character. And especially, in the world we currently live in where you know there are other people who are like you know shooting random people because they disagree with them or you know what i mean so it's like right it's, it's something in the story i was like i really wish you you know it's just something i don't appreciate i'm sure maybe some people love that garth ennis run where they originally did that but 
Anywho. Yeah, it takes a different tone uh, nowadays. Um, something else that uh, I, I guess I don't really know what I wanted to say about this scene, other than that, you know, I watched this show, this episode a while ago, and going back into it, I kind of just, I watch a lot of shows. I don't, I, I, I vaguely couldn't quite recall the entirety of what happens in the, in the episode. But, like, the minute that scene came up with him hitting the wall with a hammer, with this sort of, like, monk-like tranquility, you know, intermixed with screaming, I don't know, that scene, re- well, that repeating scene, really stuck with me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of metaphorical. This is a gigantic wall, and as he's chiseling it away, there's, like, a city behind it. I don't, I don't know. I just felt that it, I felt it was very, like, it really gave you a, a taste for his mental state uh, without delivering any dialogue, which I think is extremely hard to do and I thought was yeah, really and impressive. I, I thought they do it cool when they show it the, uh, like after the first day when he's on the site and they come back and he's still there at night. He's still breaking down the wall and it's sort of like, this is it. It's like he doesn't know how to deal with, like he's clearly suffering from like PTSD and all sorts of other problems and it's like his only means is violence. He doesn't know how to process it any other way and so it's like, he quit being the Punisher, so he took a job now where he just destroys... He's a demolition worker by hand. So it's like, even here, he can't... Like, he's not probably... Like, he's just beating down the wall, because that's the only way he can get his aggression out. And I was like, that's kind of like a cool thing, you know, to be like... Even in his, his escape, like his ability to hide in plain sight, he's still really violent, just towards inanimate objects this time. And he has control, though, because fuck if they haven't made... Those fucking gangster dudes, the most obnoxious and fear not obnoxious in like a bad way, in a correct way, like in an accurate way. They made these guys like so just, you just wanted to fucking hit him in the first scene. And of course there's like five scenes where he just sort of restrains his rage. So they did a really good job building that up to the point where when he finally snaps and does it, which is for very justified reasons, because they're literally murdering a guy, a guy that he actually kind of likes. Kind which, of like, which is like the second they introduced Donnie. I remember being like, "Oh, things aren't going to go well for this guy." <laughs> like, yeah, you, you could tell, just tell. You can tell. And I gotta say, the performances here are fantastic. I mean, John Berthold's really good, but I, I, you know, f- you know, full context, he is just sort of brooding <laughs> or yelling. Um, but Donnie is believably naive, and the gangsters are not too. I mean, like the, the Italian gangsters feel maybe they're they're a little bit. Those guys are like an Italian stereotype. They might as well have been like Fat Tony from Simpsons. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're like clearly a. Uh... But the the sort of you know uh, these 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 you know I don't know what you want to call them these criminal guys who are working in the construction crew they're like believably um, they're like believably corrupt and yeah. shitty. They look like the type of people who would like steal from somebody, like hold them up yeah, at gunpoint and, and steal from them. They don't have any like dumb lines where they're like. You know, I want to get back in the game. They're always just like, hey, man, I need fucking money. You got anything? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just, they're very real, which I appreciate. The scriptwriter did a very good job that everyone in this show sounds real, which is extremely hard to do when doing a comic book adaptation. Usually everyone feels, you well, know. It just feels like in almost anything that's like somewhat action-based, somebody has to be a cliche and say some uh-huh. cliched 80s line, we've got company, or, you know I mean? Just right, people right, right. saying stuff that no one in the history of, real life has ever said people just think it's something people say because it's in movies and then we arrive at the second story thread that's supposed to weave into the punisher story thread um but doesn't in this episode at least no Um, yeah it's also i don't know it's it's a very weird through thread that goes throughout the show despite what i just said about everything feeling 
like real and and grounded this detective plot that we're we're teased uh i would just call it tease because we're not giving anything tangible to work with um is just feels awkward i don't know how else to put it yeah uh, I, I was not a fan of it when when i remember i remember when i first watched it and she's like really big about trying to help this guy and then it's like immediately it has to be like well they were lovers it's like why couldn't she just be like morally she feels bad like why did they have to be like well the woman clearly fucked the guy yeah you know i mean it was just like couldn't she just be like how about she's just really up for justice like maybe that's her thing she's the opposite of the punisher you know and yeah then, if she's just like a justice seeker but in a legal sense yeah and like the way the reason she feels so bad about that guy who got killed in the middle east which is like a thread throughout the story because it you know it all links back to the punisher of course yeah is like she's just like no we promised him something and he did it for us and we left we we hung him out to dry you know i didn't like that it had to be like of course they had a relationship and this is the one part where i think the show like where you said those the the mobsters or you know and the the guys at the construction site seem at least real her boss is like a fucking cartoon character. Like he's super yeah. like everything he says is like a cliche or like something that a real person could never say in a job. I don't, you know, I don't care what you say. He would be reported within minutes. He's super racist. He's super homophobic. <laughs> he's like really uh, anti-women. He seems to be anti-Muslim. It's just, he seems like a That's real asshole. Said. I feel like, especially uh, in the <laughs> in the echelons of, of uh, uh, you know federal enforcement, uh, that, those people probably definitely definitely exist. <laughs> but I, my thought is this: they exist, but not in an office in New York City. Like, if you're like, oh, we're in the middle, like we're over in Afghanistan, we gotta go meet a CIA know. contact. That dude's definitely gonna be racist. It just feels like this guy could not have gotten as high up as he did. But I, again, though, looking at it from the current state of things, maybe he should have been you know much higher. <laughs> I, 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 I concur that it felt stilted. I don't necessarily agree that these people might not exist. Uh, um, especially well, it's certainly not all rolled into one person. Like, he's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he is right like such a character of like a the racist boss in the government. Only the thing that, too, that there's also a second thread which is introduced, which you don't realize is going to be a story thread, uh, is one of Castle's friends. And I, I think they used to be in a unit together. I don't really recall, actually. Uh, is running basically like a um, he's sort of like sam wilson in winter soldier mm. yeah he does yeah. like a thing to help soldiers readjust and uh, he's talking to people and it's just like a support group and we're introduced to this uh old racist white guy who's talking about how you know americans need to stand up against all this stuff and again this is like one of those things where like in the current state of what's going on it's like this character's not really cool, and he turns out to be super not cool in the show later on. I won't spoil anything, but we're introduced to... I forget the guy's name. Uh, yeah, I don't recall his name either. But he becomes a, a very big... There's a whole thread with him, the old guy in The Punisher, that runs through the whole show. And uh, he basically is like a guy who's unable to adjust to coming back from combat. And so they do a which, lot... Which also makes sense. I mean, this isn't certainly The Punisher, the first thing to do this. A lot of media has... But I'm so much happier that media handles being a soldier with the the right credible amount of this fucking sucks. Yeah, like it, it's it's too often in in a lot of I think for a lot of media for a long time treated as like the coolest most badass thing. So properly you know showcasing the fact that it 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 for for a lot of people it tears a piece of them out that never comes back. Yeah, I, I think yeah the fact that it's valuable. 
that it's you know people are willing to be like yeah a person has something wrong with them ptsd is a real thing we know people aren't just making it up and stuff so that's cool they put it in although i think sometimes shows lean really heavy on like a guy was in war he definitely has ptsd it's like okay i get that it's a serious problem but like you don't have to every soldier doesn't have to be that guy which is what's interesting is the punisher doesn't have war ptsd he has my family was killed ptsd so it's like he's sort of like an interesting character where he's like no i was fine with what we did like we killed a bunch of people but you know i was a soldier that's what i was supposed to do because like later (laughs) there's like a whole thing that comes up with like all the stuff he did and he's basically just like yeah, that's what that's what I do. I'm a soldier. I kill. Like that's what you trained me to do. That's what I do. Yeah. And he yeah. has like no qualms of like he's just not like like he's just like, yeah, that's how it is. I knew what it was when I signed up for it. And he like it, you know, he has like a whole different adjustment than all these other people. Uh you don't get introduced to who will become one of the villains of this season. So that comes later in another episode. We are Although I I what something I do like is, you know, we're introduced to these these Italian mobsters. We introduced this Danny makes a mistake. That's a very credible, believable mistake, you know. It's, uh, he, even yeah. has a re- he, he even has a reason for it. But it know, is that, pretty hilarious co- that somebody would it is pretty hilarious. to commit a crime. And the, li- the line is fantastic of, looks like you fuck this one, I'm Donald. <laughs> like, I really thought that was really good. Um, but it, it also gets the feeling that, you know, most shows would introduce characters in a problem like this. That, you know, the Italian mafia knows who you are and that you rob them. And then be like, all right, well, get ready and... 15 episodes we'll have a confrontation yeah, yeah. Th- this episode was like well Punisher's gonna clean that up within the next four I, minutes I, yeah i will say too that the punisher as far as a series I, I think it does better than most marvel shows i think probably jessica jones is the only one that did it like perfect which is we have a villain for the show and he's the villain for the whole run and the whole series makes sense. There's no like law where you're just like, Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of Marvel's the Netflix shows have a problem where they reboot around episode eight and they either introduce a brand new villain or all like the headway that was like building to a climax. There's like a anti-climax and then it starts building again. You're just like, wow, why didn't you just make the show eight episodes? Like, I don't need five more episodes just so you can continue to, you know, yeah. you didn't have enough show. You, you don't have to meet a quota. I think the Punisher does a good job because there is there's never that like you know what's going on for most of the show and there's no like okay we that one villain's gone but guess what there was this other villain the whole time you're like ah so I think they do a good job in this show of keeping the villains and the plot moving in the right direction yeah and and of course with all this very measured criticism of story pacing and uh the treatment of soldiers let's talk about let's talk about john berthal hitting some guys with a fucking sledgehammer because i will say damn that was great (laughs) i will say when you're first watching this and it's going and you know each episode's like an hour so you're like yeah you know you're like 30 minutes in you're just like all right cool there's this weird like cia subplot i don't really understand I'm, i'm sure it'll eventually tie in because the punisher served in the middle east and this lady just came back from the middle east so i'm sure he'll somehow be involved and you're like, all right. And then you meet these soldiers. And you're like, okay, this will probably come back at some point. Either these guys will like help Frank or maybe one of these guys he ends up being the villain. And you're like, all right, all right. And then you cut back and he's just back at the construction site. And you're just like, so he's just not going to do anything for the rest of the episode. We've just basically watched him wash his hands, knock down a wall, and read Moby Dick. <laughs> and you're just like, this is a weird 30 minutes. And then he's, yeah. he's like there and the you know you see the robbery go bad and they pull up and they're like, we got to kill him. We gotta kill Donnie because he'll rat on us. And these guys will find him. But if he disappears, you know, 
no one will ever they'll never be able to pin it back on us and these guys you know their misfortune continues from pick taking donnie along and he fucks up to trying to kill him in front of the punisher yeah which is really, does lead really to have... an amazing fight scene yeah, it's fantastic because it's it's got a hammer, it's got it's got a, it's got a, some some gunfighting, and uh, he's just dropping bodies into a cement pit. Which is yeah, just... he, like he he hits several of uh, these guys to a point where you're just like, that guy would have died after like the second hit. But he goes on and he's beating them all up, and he basically the the lead guy Lance, uh, he like basically paralyzes him because he hits him in the back with a yeah repeatedly <laughs> with a uh, sledgehammer, and then he beats up the rest of the guys, and then. Uh, the one guy try- is, like, getting away, and he's pretty badly hurt, and he gets into his car, and, like, he's, like, backing up, and you're almost like, wow, is he going to get away? And then, like, as he backs up, <laughs> as his head moves, you see, burn- like, the Punisher walks out of the doorway, and all of a sudden you just, like, hear the gunshot, and the guy's, you know, his head explodes or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, turns- holy shit! <laughs> he turns to the last minute and sees the one thing you never want to see, the last thing you'll ever see. It's Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Jay Baruchel <laughs> explaining to you why, uh... Blu-rays um, beat out HD DVDs. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and 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 I think with the introduction finally at the very end of um, oh, help me out, micro. Forget the name, micro. Uh, the the with the introduction of micro, just giving you the the, the 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 sort of zoom out. This is going to be bigger than just this event. I think it's the perfect way to end a pilot. So, yeah. um. It, and we were introduced to Micro and his love of wearing a bathrobe, which carries over for way too much of the show, because at one point, him and Frank Castle start living together, and he's still always walking around in a silk bathrobe. Yeah. And, I would be like, guy, pants are mandatory now. This guy who I only, va- who I only vaguely recognized and then later realized uh, I, rec- I, I, I um, had seen before in... Um, in 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 uh, the HBO show Girls, where he plays like a rock star asshole, it's kind of awesome to see him spread like some good he's rage. He's still sort here. of an asshole in this. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's an asshole, but different kind. Yeah, he's Very pretty great guy. in this. Uh, there's a whole subplot plot with him and his wife, and the Punisher and his wife, and it goes on for a very long time uh but the overall the series is pretty great. Like I said, I, I was a little bummed by the ending because of my own, you know prejudice towards that version of the punisher but i I think that this is uh thankfully another pilot project where i can look forward where i can not only look forward to watching more episodes but also encourage you the listener to check it out yeah i think you i think it would be worth watching if you like the punisher it's so weird saying that though i mean everybody watched the punisher we all saw this i don't know i'll be honest i i did not watch the second season of iron fist and i only got halfway or like three episodes into the second season of luke cage and i just i don't know I think the Defenders like kind of was just like I was like all right I got it I don't know I, I just have no excitement for these even the I, isn't like the third season of Daredevil out I think it may have come uh, out and I haven't watched any of it I never watched probably. the second season of Jessica Jones I'm really far behind on my my comic book themed uh, well, TV don't shows. worry it's 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 a good thing you don't uh, you don't you don't uh, uh, co-host a, a comic book podcast yeah or, yeah where that would be helpful yeah one so day we good, can do Iron Fist and you can hear me destroy a tv show that was on we really i cannot let's save that show. let's save that for a rainy day my friend oh yeah i've got a lot to say and it is all negative uh, but the punisher is a good show it's got great acting uh it's got some pretty good fight scenes and it's i mean all things considered it's got sort of like one of those plots where you're just like yeah of course like all of this is tied into some big conspiracy and there's all this little all this other stuff 
and you're like, eh. But they actually do it pretty well, and overall, it's, it's a good show. I recommend watching it. I enjoyed it when I watched it. I may end up watching the second season. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, but yeah, did you have any other notes you wanted to go over? No, no, I think we covered it. I think we've gone probably a little long for a pad project, so... Nah, um, we're not that long not yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's I, did, I did enjoy, you know, the fact that he's reading Moby Dick, which <laughs> is a, a book about a man who's obsessed with something. And a man on a quest, uh, yeah. on a quest uh, that will accept self-destruction to meet his own ends. Yeah, and who's unable, no matter what the cost, to let go of said obsession. I was like, that's that's pretty good little like tie-in for people who maybe don't, you know, for people who know what Moby Dick's really like the plot of Moby sure. Dick actually is. Although, I, although I will say, what if we what if we panned out and he's just reading like, you know, Green Eggs and Ham? Or yeah, yeah, he was reading like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> that really sent you for a fun. <laughs> like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Oh, not okay, not okay. Uh, ah, he's he's reading the secret. <laughs> <laughs> How to become the best Jew. <laughs> How to make friends and influence people. Huh, all right. <laughs> Pacifism for dummies. It's an odd one. Are those even still a thing? Remember those four dummy books? I don't even know if those are still a thing. I might have just really dated myself with another reference. Zen and the art of destroying a wall with a sledgehammer by yourself. <laughs> It was not as popular as the first one. <laughs> yeah, I really, really got off brand. But what do you know? He, he found at least some audience. He found one guy so into it. <laughs> also, were you at all surprised? Like when he's tearing it down, like that's not a real job, is it? Right? Like, don't they just hit it with a wrecking ball? Like, why is there a single? Like, why is there really like a place where they're like, yeah, hit that wall with a hammer for eight hours? Seems like a super shitty job. Well, to, to be honest, though, just not to get completely off track here. But, I mean, they're pouring concrete, which tells me that they're constructing. Yeah, they're... I was confused by that, too. I was like, what are you Are they building, building or debuilding? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're supposed to tear down, like, old walls and they're going to put up new ones. I don't know. It was very uh, confusing. Maybe Donnie put a wall up wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> God damn it, Donnie. Well, I think that's it, then. Me and Ben both recommend you check out The Punisher. If you have Netflix, it's quote unquote free or you know whatever you pay 9.99 whatever i don't even know what it is now uh but it's up there you should watch it uh come back for our mini episode next week where we'll tell you what full-length feature film we'll be doing next hey yo is that really your ending hey yo <laughs> uh, i don't know it's a pilot project give me a break <laughs> <laughs>